Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Liverpool and Real Madrid suffered major disappointments over the weekend. The Reds' quadruple hopes came crashing down on the last day of the domestic season, while Project Mbappé imploded on Los Blancos. But there's no time for either side to rest on its laurels. There's a Champions League final to get through. Today, we have a returning guest to the show, one of the voices of the Paramount Plus and CBS Sports coverage of the Champions League, the man, the myth, the legend, my WhatsApp friend, Jim Beglin. Que golazo begins right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Que Golazo. Thank you so much for being part of the family. YouTube.com forward slash Kego Lasso CBS Sports and your CBS Sports family. Kego Lasso pod on Twitter. The Champions League final is on Saturday. So exciting. What a ridiculous season. And I am so happy to welcome my friend, my colleague once again, Jim Beglin. Jim, how are you, my friend? I'm very good, Luis. Um, if the truth be told, after a, a hectic period towards the end of the season, I'm probably a little bit fatigued myself. So uh, I'm looking forward to some time off. But of course, we've got a one huge game to oversee before then. An absolute conclusion to everything. And by the way, for those that don't know, Jim doesn't just do the Champions League. The Premier League, of course, yeah. is part of your calendar, your routine as well. H- how has it been for you juggling everything there, Jim Beglin? I know that you're saying that you're looking forward to a little bit of rest, but surely it's a tough one. How huh? managing, you know, the drama that was the Premier League, of course, and now finishing with the Champions League as well? That was great. Um, I mean, I said all along that I'd hoped maybe Chelsea could have stayed involved and made made it a, a threesome. Uh, that didn't, of course, happen. But with Manchester City so far ahead at one stage, I remember thinking, oh, we don't want it to kind of peter out like this, you know, with Manchester City kind of running away with it again. So I think for the league, for the Premier League, it was great that Liverpool were able to kind of re-engage with them at the top and make up the ground. And it was wonderful to take it to the final day. And it's it's great for the Premier League and selling it around the world as well to, to see a day like that, a day which ended up being kind of fraught for, for both stadiums. Um, and that's, that's the way you want it. You want it to go right to the wire. And, and we got that. So no complaints for me. And it, it was just wonderful being part of all of that, that running and wondering, just wondering, could there have been a flip at any stage? But... Well done, Manchester City, because in the end, when they had to dig it out, they were like Real Madrid. 
<laughs> Absolutely correct. And you don't need to remind me, my friend, I was watching and I knew it was happening. As soon as Villa went 2 nothing up, I'm like, well, I know where this st story is going. But to your point, it was a dramatic Sunday at both ends of the table as well, as obviously Leeds United managed to stay in the Premier League. But this is about the Champions League final, everybody. Liverpool against Real Madrid. Liverpool, of course, as we mentioned in the intro, they have the League Cup. The, they have the FA Cup, and now they're looking for this uh, kind of unique treble. And uh, Real Madrid, the champions of La Liga, they're looking once again to win this competition the 14th time it would be. And it's Liverpool against Real Madrid, the Champions League final coverage on Paramount Plus, CBS Sports. 1.30 Eastern is when it starts, May 28th. We've got everything preview-wise from Kego Lasso. We also have HQ, Paramount Plus, CBS Gym, of course, has been a fantastic part of this coverage alongside the great Peter Drury. Let me ask you something, Jim. Your favorite moment, your most memorable moment of the Champions League season? Uh, I, I would I would have to say, I think what, what we got at the Etihad when Manchester City and Real Madrid met in the first leg. I, I was uh, on the microphone for that one and that was just an incredible night. I mean, I, I, hadn't, I hadn't heard the Etihad with that kind of atmosphere before. I mean, the atmosphere was lifted. I think they managed it again on Sunday in the Premier League, but that night the atmosphere was lifted. And it was in keeping with what we've seen from Real Madrid throughout um, that they managed something amazing that night just to stay in it for the first leg. Um, City ran out three, four, three winners, um, but Real Madrid should have been down and out. They, they really should have been put out that night um, and it, it it didn't happen um, and the likes of you know Benzema doing doing that with the um, the penalty the Penenka I mean just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous the so absolute guts to do that <laughs> yeah and totally I mean I, I'm like thinking you know as we watch the thing where, where is he going to tuck this and, you know is he going to be a little nervy because he had missed two in La Liga that weekend beforehand and I'm thinking, oh, he might be a little jittery here. And yet he just stood up as if it was the easiest job he had ever and just dinked it. Um, and it was just superb. And, and that night was just, just an absolutely fabulous football match. I know there have been many. and Real Madrid have, have partaken in most of them. But, um, but for me, that, that, was the, that was the standout night. I, I love a great game. And I love a game where you can kind of more or less sing on the microphone. And um, I, I don't know whether I quite achieved that that night but certainly Peter Drury was singing beside me <laughs> no you were both excellent I think I have to agree that game was absolutely ridiculous the only game I can remember where you know a team comes out victorious for three but they felt like they lost it it was it was that good yeah. of yeah. a game entertaining enough and well as it happens Real Madrid came out victorious over the course of two legs and they are in the Champions League final against Liverpool who in their own right did a tremendous job by getting here in the first place, uh, obviously, you could say, I think, arguably, that Real Madrid had the tougher journey to get to this point. But, you know, given the strength of scheduling and the fact that Liverpool were also competing in other finals from a domestic standpoint, it's pretty amazing, Jim Beglin, that Liverpool and Real Madrid have managed to make it this far. Is this a final that you expected, Jim? I know it's a difficult, tricky question, but, you know, at the very beginning of the campaign and the continent, did you think... Yeah, but these two can make it to the final. Perhaps Liverpool, but Real Madrid, especially in the group stages, I didn't see this coming. How surprised are you at the fact that both these sides are facing each other? 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I think at the start of the campaign, everybody was predicting, well, almost everybody was predicting that it would be one of the English sides and possibly Bayern Munich. That that was that was the thinking at the time. Real Madrid were a possibility, but not necessarily right up there at the very top. Um, so for 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 them to 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 go and achieve what what they've they've done and done now is is quite incredible. And everybody keeps wondering, can they produce another spell? Because Real Madrid have kind of done it in spells, and. They've been absolutely remarkable. I don't. I don't know what happens when you prod their spirit, uh, you poke at their character. It just seems to bring out the absolute best in them. And there were many times, like I, I did the first leg in the round of sixteen in Paris, um, when Real Madrid sat back, uh, Benzema had a hamstring issue, and we're thinking, you know, what are they up to? They were really defensive, and they didn't have. A threat in goal. They didn't manage one effort on goal during the whole game. And we're kind of thinking, well, you know, that, that'll be the end of that. Mbappe, of course, goes and scores in the first half at the Bernabeu. And then Real Madrid go and do what they do. Um, and and that's, that's followed on. And all the Liverpool fans are thinking, oh, no, no, we'll put them away. We'll put them away. They won't be able to respond against us. But they could. But they could. And I remember towards the end of the... the second leg between Villarreal and Liverpool and Peter Drury turned to me um, when it looked like you know Liverpool were, were going to go through at that stage and he said tomorrow night what do you think second leg Bernabeu Real Madrid Manchester City and I said City I've got to go with City still um, and then as soon as I said that I said do you know what I immediately regret what I've just uttered <laughs> I, 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 because because of what Real Madrid keep doing, and you have you have to factor that in. You can't yeah. ignore it, yeah. and it could it could well it could well reappear again this weekend. Yeah, he. I mean, Real Madrid. To your point, are just uh, it's in their DNA. They're like uh, De Niro and Raging Bull. They just don't go down. They keep fighting. They keep plugging yeah. away. I actually had it. Man City winning an extra time, and obviously it was uh, extra time, but Real Madrid winning. So they proved both of us wrong before we get into a little bit more on the game itself obviously we're taping this way before you know days before still yeah the final you know we still have to figure out about the fitness of certain players etc most notably for liverpool of course because they have some key players they're going to be watching out for i did want to talk to you jim about you know just the past weekends that have led to this moment uh, let's focus first on the big thing, the massive bombshell of Kylian Mbappé making the decision to stay with PSG. Real Madrid were very confident. We had very strong reporting, specifically from our Fabrizio Romano, about that there was already a pre-agreement with Real Madrid. Nothing signed, but it was agreed. And then, obviously, he needed to do a 180 and think about his future, and he stays with PSG. Uh, talk to me about that. How, how detrimental do you think is it for Real Madrid leading up to this final? Is it in the way? I mean, Karim Benzema already this morning said, Look, I don't even want to focus on these small things, he said, because he's focusing too much about the final. Talk to me about your thoughts about Mbappé staying at PSG and what that means for Real Madrid. Well, it's a blow because they're already planning for the next campaign and they genuinely obviously thought that Mbappé was a done deal. Um, but you, you called it, Luis. Um, nothing signed. I mean, 
until you actually have that signature on paper, then the deal isn't complete. So I, I, I feel for them in, in some respects, but in other areas, I think, well, hang on a minute. You know, Real Madrid have gone and got the absolute best, uh, best in the world for for decades. They, they've been able to to use their might, and their power to, to do that and, and to take the best in the world to the Bernabeu. So I, you know, it's, I, I think it's hard for me to kind of feel sorry for them, I think, in that regard. But it is, it is tough on them. There's no doubt because of the way it was done from Mbappe. Um, and while Real Madrid will, will moan about it and they feel they have a right to, um, they should kind of just look back at some of the history and some of the players that they've actually brought um, to, to the club. Um, and, and for Paris Saint-Germain, I mean, it's, 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 it's a joy for them, isn't it? I know they've, they've forked out an awful lot of money to, um, to get this done, but he, he is the best in the world at the moment. Uh, Kylian Mbappe. So, um, so why not? I think I think it's just great for French football. But yeah, yeah. for for Madrid, for Madrid, it's um, it is tough because it's happened so late in the day this season. Yeah, yeah, it's a blow. But I, to your point, in a way, they they get a taste of their own medicine. I I, I would venture yes. and and push uh, re young Real Madrid fans to just Google images of the Galacticos, and uh, you'll see a beautiful image of. Uh, Luis Figo with uh, Ronaldo Phenomenon next to David Beckham, yeah. Raul and Zinedine Zidane. Trust me, Real Madrid fans, uh, you've done what PSG just did to you plenty, yeah. plenty of times. Not to say that it's a blow to your point, but I actually don't even think they need Mbappé. There's actually major focuses that they need to focus on specifically at the back. That would be an interesting thing for them in the summer. I, I wanted to ask you about um, Liverpool for a second. Because also throughout all of this, Liverpool were apparently uh, talking to Mbappé at the courtesy of Mbappé's mother, who loves Liverpool as well. How crazy would that have been? Well, that would have been mad. I mean, Jurgen Klopp likes his likes his wingers. He likes his wide men. And Mbappé, I mean, if Liverpool could have pulled off that, Mbappé would have been an absolute sensation for 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 that team. Just imagine Mbappé stepping into that team. It's Luis Diaz, Luis Diaz, one side maybe, Kylian Mbappe on the other. I know Mo Salah might not be best pleased about that, but <laughs> but um, I mean that would be that would be quite incredible. Imagine that um, storyline, Jim Beglin. Imagine the fact that in the lead up to the Champions League final against the team that's trying to get Kylian Mbappe, Mbappe decides to go to the opponent that you're facing in the yeah. final. Talk about bitterness that would have been, huh? Yeah, absolutely incredible. But um, <laughs> listen. When it all comes down to it, um, footballers, superstars will will do what's what's best for them. Yeah. Um, they they have a power all of their own, and and he obviously um, appreciated the fact that they wanted to to keep him in Paris, um, and to to show that the love they have for him and and the way he's he's helping Liga and the whole of French football. Yeah. So um, you know, I I, I can. I can just wish wish him, you know, the the very best to uh, to kick on from here. I mean, he just the the things he's going to do in the game, you know, down the line. I mean, he's still a kid, twenty three years old, Jim Baglin, already yeah, already a World Cup champion, and that's the other point. It's that you know, it's a three year contract. I'm sure, you know, you'll be still in your mid-20s by the yeah. time this is done. And I'm sure Real Madrid, you know, I know that Real Madrid fans right now say, no, never. I don't believe you for a second. After this contract well, finishes, you'll want him back. 
Well, I think, what, yeah, in the third year of his contract, when he kind of reaches that January stage and he can then sign a non-contract for another club, I bet your Real Madrid will be back in again. And, and they'll be getting the signature down in January. Just yeah. to, just to make make sure yeah. there are no slip ups this time round. It probably will happen down the it. line. Yeah, yeah. Killian, we're not taking your word for it. I want you to sign this right now. <laughs> Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, that's for another time. We will see what happens with that. But Kylian Mbappé is a PSG uh, player for at the very least three more years. But let's focus back in this Champions League final. Let's talk about the game now itself. By the way, some injury concerns for Liverpool, as we mentioned at the very beginning. Thiago Alcantara, by the way, he, it's a race against time for him. There's an Achilles situation. And Fabinho, a really important component. I know we talk about Mohamed Salah a lot and just what uh, Lucho Diaz has done. And obviously, Sadio Mane, Diogo Jota, but Firmino in that middle of the park, specifically when you have to face Modric, Casemiro, Tony Cruz, it's going to be key. So let's talk about some key matchups, uh, some key battles that you're perhaps thinking about. Obviously, there's the obvious ones, right, with Karim Benzema, Virgil van Dijk, but is there anywhere in the that, park? That won't, that won't happen. Because if you're if you're Benzema, you're yeah. clever enough to go and stand on, whether it be Kanate or Matic. You keep away from Van Dijk. Do you think that's what's going to happen? He's going to separate himself? Yeah. yeah, he's too clever. He's too yeah. clever to get sucked into that. I mean, Van Dijk is imperious. He's probably the best centre-back in the world yeah. right now. And uh, Benzema's not going to just want to make it easy for him. <laughs> Benzema's going to try and make it a lot harder for either, as I say, Kanati or Matip, whichever one lines up beside Van Dijk. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So, Any other matchups that you're looking at? I mean, there's so much talent all over. Where, where else yeah. are you focusing on? The four corners of the pitch. I think when you look at um, probably the right backs, I've got the toughest jobs. Alexander Arnold is going to have a, a tough job against Vinicius Jr. There's no yeah. doubt about that because even if Real Madrid are not going to see too much of the ball and Liverpool apply that pressing game on them, there'll still be breakaways. And I would imagine that Alexander-Arnold would be targeted in that regard because of his kind of natural game. And he's got that natural um, ability to just go and create an attack. Um, he he has issues behind him. He has issues defensively. And, you know, we've seen Vinicius Jr. 
cause lots of problems to various fullbacks on this run. Um, and I think he can do it again. And I think the same can happen with... I, I think that Liverpool will probably go with Salamani and Luis Diaz. And if Luis Diaz lines up against Carvajal, you're not just looking at... I, I would think Vinicius Jr. is more kind of a, a straight runner. That, it, that There's less of the kind of, you know, the, the, the dinking and the, the jinking. Yeah. Um, but Luis Diaz has all that. He has that darting ability. He has that really swift turn. Um, and he has the, the the magic in his feet to um, to produce great skill. And yeah. I think Carvajal really might have his work cut out in, in that regard. Then, of course, you've got Salah with, with Mendy. Now, Mendy might think, OK, but, you know, Salah's not had the greatest end to the season. So Mendy might be thinking, I'll be able to handle this because he's, he's taken a dip. He's off form. And I know he scored against Wolves at the weekend. But his form hasn't been great of late. Yes, he won the um, Writers Player of the Year in, in England for the Premier League um, and, and deserved that because um, he's had a cracking season. But he has faded. So it'll be very interesting to see with his comments, of course, as well, in saying that Real Madrid were the ones he wanted in the final because he obviously has a history from 2018 in Kiev and Sergio Ramos and all of that business when he had to go off the field crying uh, with the injury. So I can imagine that he's probably pumped up. So let's see if he can produce his best again. And on the very last corner, you've got Andy Robertson. Um, and he's coming up against um, the, the, the Uruguayan. For, for me, Valverde. Who's, who's yeah. Valverde, Federico Valverde, who is an incredible runner. I mean, he's brilliant stamina. Now, he's different to the other wingers. He's, he's not a winger. Yeah, because he's, he's not, right. He's, he's a central midfielder, he, right. He's a central midfielder. So he's in there to do a job. And I can remember going back to you know, Mourinho when he was manager of Man United saying that Andy Robertson makes him feel tired just watching him. <laughs> um, that's what Robertson... Robertson never stops. Yeah, Robertson's one of those players that irritates you because he never gives you a rest. He keeps running you. So I think that's going to be a running duel between those two. I think that, you know they're going to be trying to just match each other. And I think a lot of it will be down to Valverde trying to track the later runs from uh, Robertson forward. So I, I think in, in those areas, then it's it's going to be a big deal and it, it could well be decided in any corner. Yeah, beautifully explained. The four corners is a good way to do it. So you would see that you have Karim Benzema, uh, Vinicius Jr. and uh, Fede Valverde. And then on the other side, Lucho Diaz, uh, Mohamed Salah, and then Sadio Mane in the middle. To me then... To me then, Jim, I, I feel that what's really going to be important is the narrative of the game and how the subs are introduced. From a Real Madrid perspective, Eduardo Camavinga could prove to be very important yes. as the game develops, as well as Rodrigo, the other Brazilian on the other side, which is to our point why I don't think Kylian Mbappé was needed. Let's circle back on Liverpool's injury concern. How does it affect Klopp's game plan then, specifically Thiago Alcantara, who has been very good in the Champions League. How does he remedy that if Thiago Alcantara is out in the midfield? What are you thinking? Uh, Liverpool fans will probably disagree with me. I mean, I've already had discussion this discussion um, a couple of times because of the concern, obviously, over Thiago Alcantara. Mm. Um, if, if he can't make it, um, then I would be inclined to go for, for Milner and all his experience. Because if you, and I'm presuming now Fabinho will be okay, if Fabinho can sit that little bit deeper and you've got Henderson and Milner. Now, 
okay, you may not have the three greatest footballers in the world. You, you, certainly when you, you're up against what Real Madrid are offering in midfield and Modric and Kroos and probably Casemiro, um, they're probably better on the ball. But the key for, for Klopp in using maybe a trio like that, and, and incidentally, Thiago has been praised for his passing genius. Yeah. Um, but he's not just about that. He really has bought into the whole gegenpress, the whole heavy metal. And yeah. he's full on now in terms of his part in, in the Liverpool press and, and shutting down the opposition. I, I think, and, and you probably remember, Luis, we saw it when, che- um, yeah, when Chelsea went to the Santiago Bernabeu. Um, they basically suffocated Real Madrid for most of that game. And I think Liverpool will do likewise. I think Liverpool will set out to press high to shut them down in midfield and not allow the source of those attacks to develop to Vinicius Jr. and, of course, to, to Benzema. So I would be inclined to go for Milner. I'm still not convinced by Naby Keita. Um, Liverpool fans, a lot of Liverpool fans now are beginning to like him that he's grown on him because he's had more of a run this season and less niggling injury, which is great for him. But, um, but I, th- I just think Milner is one of the ultimate professionals. He's one of the great pros that the Premier League has seen. And I just think he can do that job. You don't have to be a great footballer. You don't have to be a great midfielder in that Liverpool midfield because of, of what Klopp gets out of them. You know, they're the guys that produce all the industry. You know, they're the guys on the factory floor, if you like. They're the yeah. guys that are really making it, you know, making a good job of it, making it very, very hard for the opposition to function. Yeah, if this was a steam engine train, they're the call. They're everything that keeps the yeah, thing yeah. going. And, yes. well, to your point about James Milner, I mean, somebody has to really do a job on Luka Modric, easier said than done, of course. And we haven't even talked about Alisson and Thibaut Courtois, two very good goalkeepers. And uh, the latter, Jim Beglin, has been fantastic uh, throughout the competition. But Alisson, to his own right, I mean, Brazil, I just get really angry sometimes. They have Alisson and Ederson. I mean, what else do you want? So the the goalkeeping battle is going to be key as well. Yeah, just a a little word on Ederson, if I may. Um, How good a playmaker is he? (laughs) Manchester, Manchester City have a playmaker in goal. Yeah, I, mean, his, I still remember that Diogo Jota Duke. <laughs> yeah, I mean his left foot is as good as as good as anything out there. Yeah, absolutely sensational. You know, and even when teams are trying to match up and you see everything spread all over the pitch, he'll just ping one over the top. Yeah, and he'll set he'll set Jesus or Sterling away or whomever. Yeah, um, he's he's tremendous. I love watching him, and it's tough for him, of course, because he has to make way for Allison, and Allison just keeps on making really important saves, really important saves all the time. I mean, Liverpool play that high defensive line. They leave themselves vulnerable. If if that defensive line can be punctured, and it has been quite often on the run-in, Alisson has come to the rescue more often than not. I mean, he's yeah. been absolutely brilliant in, in, in what he's, he's delivered. And for Courtois, you only have to look at the very end of the second leg against Manchester City in the semi-final. When he got a stud, he got a stud on it. And he, he made a couple of actually really, really vital saves. We didn't know it then that they were going to be that vital. Um, and of course, they've gone up the other end. Rodrigo got a couple, Benzema with the penalty again. And, you know, he played his part in Real Madrid stealing that victory. I, I still think Manchester City didn't lose that. Real Madrid stole, stole it. They absolutely yeah. st- stole it on the night. Smash and grab. But Courtois, um, yeah, he's one of the best in the world. I, I, it's not, it's not Liverpool bias. I think Allison, 
probably because I've seen him more than Courtois, um, you know, because of the league I work on. Um, I, I think Alisson is probably the best in the world. Wow, what a what a big statement there. Well, one thing is for sure, they will both be very instrumental in this game. I always see Alisson, to your point, the heavy metal football that Jurgen Klopp establishes sometimes makes them vulnerable. Alisson is so good on that one-on-one, making sure that he protects and becomes the last man. Courtois, sometimes I feel like he has three arms. It's ridiculous, some of his reactionary status. Uh, for a man that big, by the way, who has to move as fast. So it's going to be key. All right, well, Jim, I, I know that this is tough. And by the way, I know you're, you know, you can change your mind, I guess, because it's only, it's only Tuesday as we're taping, but there needs to be a winner here, Jim Beglin. Um, yeah. I, this, I gotta be honest with you as I ask you this and I myself think about it. It's the hardest decision that I have to make in the last, I would say five champions league final. I can't, it's very difficult for me to try and predict who's going to win this one. Who do you think, or is it easier for you? I know that you, you have a heart that says one thing I'm sure is your yeah. head mirroring that same sentiment. No, <laughs> no. And it's because of Los Blancos yeah, and what they do. I, I'm in prediction limbo. Yeah, I'm exactly <laughs> I, am. I, I can't make my mind up because <laughs> every time I think, and I'm trying to take my Liverpool hat off here. I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying not to, just yeah. for the sake of bias, I'm trying not to throw Liverpool in. Yeah. A while ago, when the teams first went through, I was a little more confident that Liverpool would pull it off. But now I'm just I'm just not so sure. I mean, Liverpool have an identity. They have a way of playing and they adhere to it. And they do it very, very well week in, week out. Real Madrid don't. I can remember Ancelotti when he was at Goodison. And I, we never saw an identity with Everton. I can remember early on, I thought he would be very defensive. And, and he wasn't. I mean, Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin benefited most. They were scoring lots of goals. They were trading goals. In the end, before he left and went to Real Madrid, they were quite defensive. But what he's got at Real Madrid now, it's kind of like what um, managers have had at Old Trafford. Great individuals, but they are knitted. Yeah, They, they, they are together. You know, you, they have the belief um, that they'll, they'll be able to pull something out. Um, and w- will they again on Saturday night? It's, it's quite possible. Okay, I'm going to go for Liverpool just in extra time penalties what do you think this is a, a long battle is it in 90 minutes do you dare um, go this far <laughs> it, it, it 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 could it could easily drag on it it could drag on but i i'm going to go for liverpool in 90 minutes wow fantastic stuff i'm with you i'm in limbo uh, it's difficult for me to try and figure it out and i'm sure i'll change my mind but i don't know maybe not maybe i stay with it i love the fact that you said you know how to me it's Liverpool have an identity, but Real Madrid's identity is to rip that identity away from you. Like they they look at the opponent and they see, oh, this is who you are. We're gonna break it apart, and that's who they are, and that's what makes them so interesting. I'm leaning towards Real Madrid for that very point, because I just think that throughout this entire thing in the knockout stages, they've just looked at a team and they've just said, I don't care who you are. We're Real Madrid, and we're just gonna rip it apart. I might change my mind because Liverpool are just that good, but it's going to be a fantastic final, surely. Yeah, I certainly hope so. I, the one thing I would say, um, Luis, is that if, if Liverpool do get it wrong in terms of their pressing, 
And our, our Real Madrid are just extremely good on the night at, on the night of playing through it or playing over it or however they decide they're going to try and get through it because I think they know what's coming. If Liverpool allow any sort of control for Real Madrid in that midfield, and I think they're in big trouble. I think yeah. if, if Real Madrid can can take the control themselves, how, however the game kind of unfolds initially, then I, I think Liverpool could be up against it because they're, they're, they're three very, very um, clever guys. I think they've got in, in centre midfield and Casemiro Crows and, of course, Luka Modric. Yeah. Um, and if they start to command things, then you're going to see maybe not so much Valverde, but you're going to see, you know, Benzema and Vinicius Jr. They, they will, I mean, they, they'll, they'll go forth and destroy um, yeah. if, if they have that source coming from midfield. So I think a lot, a lot of the game, I know I spoke about the four corners, I think a lot of the game rests in, in central midfield too and who's going to kind of have ownership in that area. Yeah, which to my point about how key it's going to be for those subs on the bench that come in, right? Kamavinga for one side, True. of course. And to your yeah. point about if James, James Milner starts, Naby Keita, if Thiago is fit, etc., should be a fantastic ordeal. Final question, really good one from our producer, Des Norris. Uh, who needs this more, do you think, James Bagley? Um, Let's add some Probably. context, right? Like Real Madrid are the historic well, champions of this tournament. Liverpool yes. have already won two cups already, but you know, not winning the league is pretty detrimental to them, and specifically because they fought so hard. So mm. I would venture Liverpool, but what would you say? Well, I guess I, I, I'm. I mean, Liverpool are looking for their seven. Mm. I think they can go joint second with AC Milan if, yep. if that were the case. Um, but I, I think because of Real Madrid and their 13 and the fact that they won 14, yeah. I, I think a lot's resting on that. I, I, because when, when you're Real Madrid, you're not, you're not there to mess about. You're there to do what they're achieving now. What, what they've managed so far in the Champions League is just crazy. It's outstandingly crazy, but it's crazy. Um, what they've done in La Liga is kind of more routine. And particularly at Barcelona and their, you know, recent problems. Yeah. So I, I think this is huge for, for Real Madrid. I, 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 I don't think it would be the absolute end of the world for Liverpool. Yeah, there'd be huge disappointment. But no, I, I think there's actually a little more pressure on Real Madrid because it's, it's where they exist. They exist at the very top of, of European football. And um, I think there's probably a little more pressure on them. Yeah, could be a great way to uh, forget about the Mbappé rejection as well, you know. But yeah, we will yeah. see. But as always, fantastic stuff from Jim Beglin uh, and uh, his partner, Peter Jury. We uh, have all, have been uh, had the pleasure of, of listening to them for so many years. The Champions League final. They're part of our amazing CBS Sports Paramount Plus team as Liverpool and uh, Real Madrid face each other in Paris on Saturday. Jim, thank you so much. This has been fantastic. Always a pleasure talking to you. And I'm excited to uh, to once again uh, be the recipient of your voice when we, we see these two facing each other. Uh, listen, the, 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 the pleasure is all mine, um, Luis. I, I'm actually not going to be working the final um, this Saturday. I'm, I'm attending. I'm going with my son. Oh, even but, uh, better, Jim Baglin. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I, I won't be on the microphone. I think um, CBS are in good hands with Clive Tilsley and, um, and of course, 
um, Rob. Yeah, Rob Green. That's right. Uh, Clive Tilsley and Rob Green will be uh, the live uh, commentators uh, for that game who are also part of our fantastic team. Uh, wish them all the best. But Jim, you have the best. You go with your son in an amazing evening. Fantastic stuff. Uh, I-, I send you the very best. Have a great journey and the very best of luck. I know that your heart says Liverpool. At this point, at this point, we'll have to see what happens. But Jim Beglin, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, Luis. Thank you, everybody. Que Golazo Pod on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Que Golazo, CBS Sports and your CBS Sports app. As I mentioned over and over again, CBS Sports, we have it. The Champions League final, Real Madrid against Liverpool. This is it. The conclusion to this thrilling campaign. Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern coverage begins 1.30 Eastern. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and we will see you next time. Till then. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.